0: Welcome to the Scale Factor Podcast with your hosts, Chad Cannon and Josh Hudson piller Follow along as they share trusted insights and proven frameworks that have taken thousands of businesses from successful to scale. And now, here's your hosts, Chad Cannon and Josh Hudson piller
1: Welcome back to the Scale Factor podcast. Uh, We are digging in to Factor 4 this week. As always, I'm joined by our co-founder, Josh Hodson pillar Josh, how are you, bud? Man, I'm great. Good to hear. Well, let's Factor 4, we'll just jump right in, is tell your brand
0: story. I love this one. I'm going to be honest. I love it because... um, Can I just jump in? Please Sorry, do. I got please excited. Do. Yes, I got excited. Do. No, but I was just talking to somebody about this. Um, I, I want you to think. I want to frame it like we can get into it here in a minute. But I want to frame it like this. Um, everybody knows what a natural resource is, and, and if you don't know what it is, a natural resource. Think about things like um, coal and gas and oil and gold and diamonds, and these are natural resources that live inside of the earth. What I want to talk to you about as a, as a brand leader, as a, as a business owner, is that you have natural resources that if you're not deploying, you need to. And here's what I mean. All the money we spend on marketing products, swag, staffing, turnover, you name it, your customer is the most powerful natural resource you have because why? They have the potential to be raving fans. We've all heard that phrase, raving fans. Yep. This is where we begin to, to talk about. You've got a story to tell about your business. Now remember, we've we found our, our our buyer, we've aligned our brand, we've created multiple products to get share of wallet. Now that people are engaged in our products, how do we and them begin to tell our brand's story? Yep huge, huge, huge factor to scale.
1: Yeah, 100%. And that's, I think I love that you just added to scale. Yep. Because again, this is all about helping you scale. There are things that, this is not a formula to go from nothing to something. That's right. This is a formula from, to go from successful to scale. Yep. So, there's an assumption here that you have been in business, you know, potentially months, potentially years, and have already seen growth, but you're mm. kind of at the point, you know, we touched on this in episode one, is you become the lid in your business. That's right. You know, it's like your knowledge up to this point has gotten you here, yep. but it's what you know isn't going to take you from here to there. That's right. Which, you know, our unique background and <clears throat> experiences, we've been talking about this over the last few months, just as like, so exciting because we've we've done a lot and yep. we've talked to a lot of different business owners. And it feels like there's this secret sauce, mm. even though there's no such thing mm. as secret sauce, but there's part of that is just experience yep. and going and you know finding out from someone who's gone before you. Absolutely. And so, you know, the tell your story, this it's an important, it's an important piece not only for how you communicate to your customers, but how do you actually get your customers to communicate for you. That's exactly right. uh, To tell the brand story. And so, um, I could tell you're like chomping at the bit to, to
0: dig into it. So, well, I think this, I think that a lot of brands don't have a story. Mm -hmm. Um, we've, we've been saying this over and over and over again, and you're going to, you're going to hear this. We're going to, we're going to just, if you're tracking with us, you're going to get tired of hearing this. I hope, which is you are not a product you are a business. And so what we're going to try to get you to do is, you know, I, I, you see this all the time. In fact, you and I, the other day, we hanging out. Um, we got invited to this event and there was this guy and I walked up and I said, hey man, tell me your story. And he said, uh, I, I, I used to play football. And I go, okay. <laughs> and, you, and you realize, here's a great example of this, this guy had no identity or perspective outside of the product that he was, Mm -hmm. he didn't have a story that he had, he had a product that he was. Mm-hmm. And I think too often, if you go to businesses and you go, "Hey, what is your story?" and they're like, "Well, you know, in 1945," and no, 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 no. that's not what I mean. What is the ever-evolving story that's unfolding mm-hmm. about your business that other people can begin to tell about your business? So you things like, "Man, our story is we are the number one customer service brand." On our story is we are the most innovative company in the world. Our story is, and so we've talked a lot about buyers. You know, we've talked a lot about finding the right customer and aligning your brand. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about, this is vision. This is future state. This is like, man, we're going to keep telling people why you can trust us, why we're going to be here, where we're going. And you look at the brands that you follow and they have a story that's going along with it. And there's probably no better examples than, um, and let me, let me try to try to break this down in a practical way. Um, when Nike first started, um, they were running shoe company And so their story was... Uh, Shoes for Runners. Mm -hmm. That was their story. And they were telling this story. But as the brand began to evolve, their story began to uh, evolve. The reason why this factor is after products is as you begin to develop more products, you have a bigger story to tell. Mm -hmm. You know, you used to have a story of the mezzanine, uh, you know, or, or, or the standard rooms. That used to be your story. But your story is evolving as your product evolves. And so what we want to teach you to do is tell your story. Fast forward, I remember when I was in junior high, um, and if you download the, the, the PDF, you're going to get this story. But Eric Horvat was the most amazing athlete in our school. And Eric played uh, baseball and basketball and, and football. And everybody just yep. admired him. And I remember I went into his room one day. And I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but there was a Bo Jackson poster. Do you remember seeing this from? Oh, yeah. And it was Bonos. Remember all the yep. Bonos? What Nike did, and I want, I want you guys to think about this because I want to talk a little bit about practically how to do this in your business. What Nike did... Was they begin to look for athletes that could tell their story. Mm -hmm. And Bo Jackson was the first notable dual athlete. And Nike was like, we're a dual product company. Mm -hmm. We're not just a running company, a basketball company. We're a cross company. Mm -hmm. If you play multiple sports... You should check out Nike. And so what I want us to do in this podcast is talk a little about the importance of knowing your business's story so that you can begin to allow your customers to tell the story for you. And Chad, I don't know that there's a better example than, and maybe you could walk us through a little bit about, you think about the full full (laughs) focus planner. Mm -hmm. To me, I don't know that there's a better analogy of resourcing a customer with a product that made them want to go tell the whole world. Totally.
1: Yeah. I mean, I... I love this because, I mean, working in the publishing industry and, and working in the book space, there is nothing more, um, I think powerful than a book or a planner, mm. um, be, it from a word of mouth. Sure. And the, the goal of being able to g- be clear on your story is to ultimately have this really strong word of mouth, you know, and you talk to people and like, Hey, how are you getting your customers? And, you know, the, the best, the best way to grow a business is word of mouth. That's right. And, to do that, they people have to resonate with the story. And the other thing, again, is as we're talking about scale is s- other people in your organization have to be able to tell the story. Yep, yep. So you've got to first as a business owner, get clear on what that story is yep. so that other people can do that. And so, you know, at, at full focus, um, we started as a productivity company, yeah. and the
0: our standard floor product, which we you know talked but that about was your week. story. Yeah, our story is we're a productivity company. Yep. And so, if I'm one of those Type A's that yep. has all my world in order, yep. And I want to tell my story, yep. That I'm a productivity person. But do you see how what just happened there? You said our brand story is we're a productivity brand. Yep. You found your buyers. You resourced your buyers to go tell their story. I'm a productivity person, therefore I use full focus planner. Yep. Well, I'm a productivity person. Oh my gosh, are you? Mm-hmm. You should probably be using yep. it too. This is why you tell your brand's story.
1: Totally. And I was even, you know, pre-planner, you know, our product was a course. Mm. And we had to be it, it, you know, it was all digital. So, you know, people, the great thing about a planner or a book is, you know, every time you get into the boardroom or you're on an airplane and you're reading a book, people are like, what is that? Yep. You know, yep. it's, it's built in word of mouth. Yep. But of course, it's not the the same. And I'm sure a lot of your products maybe aren't physical, tangible. People go around with them. That's the beauty of the planner. You know, it's in their briefcase and uh, all of that. You know, granted, pre-COVID, at one point, you know, a few years in, we looked and just by looking at email addresses, the planner was in 98 of the top Fortune 100 companies wow. in the boardroom wow. at an executive level, wow. just based on just domain names sure, of who sure, bought the planner, sure. which is incredible. Yeah. But how do you how do you be intentional, even in the product design? Like when someone gets it, how can they share it? You know, obviously just walking around and, you know, we were intentional about the product design mm-hmm. to the point where it was beautiful. It was elegant. Like we spent tons of time and energy. So many people were involved in that because we knew the most powerful thing could be people resonating with this as yeah. a tool that yep. transformed their life. So they would share it. Yeah, And it's the same thing. I mean, like what products in your world right now as a business owner are impacting you to a point where you're sharing it and how can you get your customers to do the same thing for your product?
0: And I, and I wonder if, if you could, as a business owner, think about it and you kind of have to deduce some work here, but you go, okay, wait a minute. Um, it's This is this weird cross between marketing and vision where you go, our, if you're listening to this right now and I asked you, what's the story of your business? And you said, we make car parts. Cause that's not your story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story behind it. We make car parts for, like, here I am going to Tommy Boy again. Do you yeah. remember, we make car parts for the hardworking man because we're hardworking people. I, listen, if you go back and, and, now I'm having fun with this as Tommy yeah. Boy thing, but if you go back Some and. Some great business lessons. There in is. Yeah. And, but you remember <laughs> he's like, you know, we're, we make car parts for the hardworking man because we're the hardworking people. Yep. And he's telling the story. And it's resonating with people and they're, they're connecting to that brand story. And if you look back, there's no better brand that's done this than Nike. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can remember the, the Michael Jordans and you mentioned it last time, the Gatorade, the be like Mike. That was the story. Like I got little kids. They're always wanting to be like an athlete. They want that to be their story. Yep. So you're connected to a story. I think something that's interesting, I want to just call this out. If you guys look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, he really breaks it up into three functions, basic needs, psychological needs, and self fulfillness needs. So I want to unpack this for a second because here's what you have to ask here. And this is this is the work I love doing. L- let me ask you these questions. If you've got a pen and paper, write this down. If not, listen to it later or download the PDF because these questions are in here. But here's the first one. What basic need does your company provide for? Now, remember when we talked about real comfortable jeans? What is the basic need that Duluth, thank you for yep, letting me know that, <laughs> uh, provided for people? Clothing, right? Yep, Clothing. Yep. So you got, when you tell your brand story, the first thing you have to think about is go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Because this is how every decision and process is made in life, from the way we spend money to the way we hang out with people, it's based on these hierarchy of what I need. Yep. The first thing I need is a basic need. What is the ba- the most basic thing that your company does? What is the need that the basic need that Nike provides? I mean, comfortable products, shoes, shoes, yeah, shoes, I mean, yeah, protection for your feet, Yep. And this is where I want to this is where I want to teach business owners to go. Wait a minute, I'm gonna we're gonna boil this down to like. Real basic yep. protection for feet. Okay. Here's the next one. How does your company help people feel a part of something bigger than themselves? This is the psychological need. Everybody wants to feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. They're represented something. That's what was so great about full focus. Yep. It was like, I'm part of a productivity movement. I'm part of a productivity vantage point, point of view. I'm part of something bigger than I am. And then finally, how does your company make an individual feel like they're making personal achievements? Mm-hmm. This is the third one, which is so interesting. It's the self-fulfilled needs. Yep. Everybody has inside where they go, I want to feel a certain way. I need to be cared for. I need to be a part of something bigger. And I need to get something out of this. And so if you look at your brand story through that, you can be thinking, oh, wait a minute, What what business are we in? Yep. We're in the go ahead. No, go for it. Finish your thought. I was yep. going to say we're in the business of car parts. Yep. You know. Okay. Great. Well, what is that? Ha- how does that help somebody be a part of some? I'm, I'm a part of a people that that believe and in, 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 that you should pay pay a fair price for a car part. How does it make you feel? Um, like this, this third one, what we should talk about is how do you feel better about your personal achievement? I made an, a purchase and investment that protects my family. Yep. And you begin to work these things out. And I know it sounds kind of ethereal, but when yep. you begin to lay it out and go, wait a minute, mm-hmm. these are the building blocks to telling my story. I've not done the work on this. And of course, this is the stuff you and I go in and spend, whether it's our, uh, you know, our, the, the online coaching we do, the physical coaching where we begin to work with you through and ask you tough probing questions you've got a story to tell way bigger than you've got a product to sell. Yeah. The product 100%. will sell when the story gets told. 100%. I loved uh,
1: just the example of, I mean, continuing this Tommy boy analogy, <laughs> because my head was going, okay, like it's real easy to talk about Nike and these companies yeah. that are the echelon sure. of storytelling. Yep. But when I think about kind of our our buyer, our customer avatar, ideal customer profile is – you know, million to thirty million sure, dollar businesses sure. all across the board. Whether you're a furniture store, yep. things of that nature, like you know, and I think of a, a furniture store that I have been working with over the last few years that went from, you know, thirty million to eighty million. Yep. And you know, pre COVID, you know, and then COVID happened, and we jumped on, and you know, some crazy, just incredible results. Yeah. yeah. But let's just use that you know, furniture store as an example, you know, through that, through this lens, Yeah. you know, and so walk us through just kind of a, maybe, maybe let's do two, let's do a furniture store and finance, maybe a financial services business.
0: So let me, let me try to do it through, um, uh, uh, like a West Elm. Yeah, let's just do one that yeah, maybe yeah, everybody knows because totally. yeah, maybe yeah. not everybody knows the yeah. you know the one you're so so West Elm. If I'm if I'm CEO West Elm and I'm going, okay, guys, we're gonna get our brand story and we're gonna use Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Or we're just gonna get basic about this, guys. What is the basic need that we provide for? You know, uh, everybody wants to sit on something. It's basic furniture. Mm-hmm. That's the business that we're in. And it's a it's not a necessarily it is a basic need in a modern world. Yeah. Where if you go to somebody's home and you're sitting on the floor, uh you're it's odd, it's awkward, you don't yep. want to have that moment. Yep. So the most basic need is seating for people when they come over. And you go, okay, great. Now there's a psychological need. There's a way that I want to feel that I'm part of a an association of a product bigger than myself. Uh how many of you have ever been in somebody's house and you said, Where's that from? Yep. And somebody goes, Oh, just some little store down the road, you know, and you're like, okay, there was no, there's no value to that business. Yep. Right. Yep. No value. Whatever that little store is down the road that you're too embarrassed to say. Uh, <laughs> or have you ever been when you go, Oh, this couch, this West Elm couch. And all of a sudden, look at me. I'm part of the West Elm story. Yep. If I say West Elm, what does that mean? It means high end, classy, clean, sleek. And to some people, West Elm may not mean high end, too. Well, that's, a, that's the beauty of furniture, you know? Well, and you know, they're probably not at the person's house. They're probably yeah. not hanging out with each yeah. other. But, but, <laughs> it's but very true. jokes aside, I mean, you're associating with the West Elm story. Yeah. And then the, the third part you get to it is the, the self fulfillment. I feel so. I'm just bear with the analogy. Yeah. The most basic thing they're doing is we provide furniture. That is exclusive and exquisite and expensive. Yep. So that, how do you feel? What is your? How do you feel about the fact that you can totally. do that? Accomplished, yep. successful. What do you think BMW does? Same thing. We provide transportation. Yep. For people to feel like they're part of a brand of fast, sleek German engineering, mm-hmm. so that they feel accomplished. Yep. You got to take this financial planning yep. right. What do we do? We provide financial services for people so they can retire. Yep. Okay. What are they a part of? LPL Financial, whatever it might be, a big global organization that I can trust because you know they, they've been around for Lincoln, you know, uh, mutual or any one of these yep. ones that we're yep. like. If you look at their commercials, they're like legacy, rich, yep. heritage, trust. Yeah. What's this what is the self-fulfillment? I'm taking care of my family. I'm doing the yep. right things. So you look at these arcs in your business and go, what is the most basic thing we're doing? So good. How are we allowing so them to attach to something bigger than themselves? Yep. And how are they going to feel about themselves when they do? If you can work that out, you can begin to begin because to, too many businesses never get to activate their natural resource.
1: Yep, totally. And this is something we're going to talk about in the next episode. But like even getting clear on what a you know mission statement. Absolutely. And this is something we did in our sales process at Full Focus when we would follow up and we'd have a sales call. One of the, in the first ten minutes, we would share our mission statement. We'd yep. break down. Who that buyer is, yep. and talk about why that's important to us, yep. and that person could resonate, and then we would share why. Yep. And it was, and literally, we choreographed the seven and a half minute piece yeah. of the story. Yeah. And because we wanted to be consistent, and the reality is, is the best thing you can do as a business owner is tell that story in a concise way, because that is how someone's going to know if your company and your product is right for them. And the story is the fastest way to make That's that it. happen. It is. You can do that with video on the website. You can do it in, you know, sales like when you think about, you know, I'm thinking of an air conditioner person yep. that comes in and yep. you know, and, or even a realtor. If you're looking at realtors and they come to your house and you're you know, interviewing six realtors, yep. And you're gonna you're gonna resonate
0: with the person that has the best story. You, you absolutely are. And it's the, and again, have the discipline. I, I go back to it just because we've been trying to keep the analogies through it. But it's, you know, if I went into Duluth and I said, hey, you know, and here's what I want you to hear we are talking about a business, mm-hmm. not a product. So think about this. Is your, how important is your story for your hiring process? You know, it's, it's gold. It's, it's it. How important is your story for your selling process? Yep. You see what I'm saying? These things, this is not about a product. Mm -hmm. This is about a business. Yep. Hey, I'm interested in working. I think at this company, Duluth, what do you guys do? We make real comfortable jeans. For the everyday person. Well, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste a bunch of money. I want to have good value. I'm the everyday guy. I should work here. Yep. I should buy from here. Mm-hmm. You've got to do that. It discipline. says a lot about your culture, everything. values, what you prioritize, all of it. Yep. So many businesses don't have a story to tell. And if you look at what we're doing, everything starts with knowing who your customers, yep. building products. What is this? We're really talking about marketing. Totally. This is what so we're let
1: me, about. I mean, this actually a story just came to my mind. We a so client we worked with. And they came to a group coaching uh, intensive and, mm-hmm. I, and they were a custom golf cart company, okay, yeah, and this guy he was he was he, he, he wore Duluth jeans this yeah, guy yeah, yeah. you know he was he, he was a little outside of our avatar let 's okay, yeah, say yeah. It, you know great, great guy, uh, and he had really struggled with finding a right hand person to replace mm. himself. He was a firefighter and mm. but this business had just kind of blown up. it was yeah. a passion of his that turned into a growing business, yeah. and they were probably doing a million and a half two million dollars but he could not find people to basically come in and do what he was doing. Yeah. And we walked him through an exercise very similar yeah, to sure. this around helping him get clear on his story. Yep. And you know he had said he had done classified ads, he had done all the stuff to try to get people and you know interview, go through the interview process and he hired and within weeks he realized it wasn't the right person. Yep. yep. And we told him we said what is unique about your right. you know. And he he that day he wrote down his story put that into a job application and send it out. And we just said, hey, start with people, yep. you know? And like, t- the big thing is, is just resonate with your story. That's it. Within three weeks, he had two people yep. and he ended up hiring both of them that were wow. that good. And yeah. he had so much, he was, had that much margin in the business yep. and a vision for yep. it. I mean, they 3X'd in the next yep. 18 months. Yep. And when, when he told, like, he called me so proud three weeks yep. later that it was just unlocked for him. And it was story. And it was something that he would have laughed about. Sure. That like, you know, fluff, you know, you know, like, this isn't going to work, you know. And and it was just, it was, I mean, and his wife was there too. And she was teary-eyed. Yeah. Because she saw the pain and the anguish that, that he had of this business feeling like it was on his back.
0: Listen, I think everything we do is in the business of unlocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of... Uh, Strategic coaching and investment in you is is like, all it really is, is like sitting in front of a psychologist and going, just talk. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you what I hear. And so the, that let's unlock. And again, everything we're talking about here, these, though this work helps you recruit team, helps you keep team, helps you find customers, helps you turn customers into raving fans and create loops. Totally. All of these things literally go through the, every part of your business. If you're looking for somebody to help you sell products, that is a very binary conversation. If you're looking to help for, to find somebody to help you scale, you need the 7 Factors of Scale. Totally. And so you can get that at 7 the number
1: 7factorsofscale.com and just I want to be candid with you, like we have poured a lot of information into Mm. that. And we've tried to really keep these podcasts less than 30 minutes because we know you're busy and we want to give you just one nugget to Mm. focus on. Mm -hmm. It's rich and and gets you really thinking about your business in a way that maybe you haven't in a while. So you can work on your business, not in your business. But when you get the PDF, you're going to get a handful of emails telling our story, and and we will when we when we um, it comes time for us to and we, and we ha- we're clear about what our products sure. are. Like yep. we, we've we've worked through, yeah. it. you know, one of those is going to be a what we teach on the next one is operating yep. model, yep. Uh, which. Is the crux of it's the engine in your business, it really? it Absolutely, and is. we see companies just really struggle with this. Yep. Where we said, "Hey, the first thing we want to do is do an eight-week accelerator 100%. through this." Where virtually we're going to get you know, who knows, twenty to like twenty to thirty. Anything more than thirty is just hard to sure, do. Sure. Uh, so, if you're interested in being one of those, you can go to the website uh, scalefactor.co, scale-factor.co, yep. um, and you'll you can see there. And you can go ahead and join the waitlist and we'll announce that. But what we want to do is say, we want to add value right. first. The seven factors PDF will be a great tool, a great resource for you to start chewing on these nuggets from the podcast. And then we're going to tell you our story. Yep. And this is one of the things that like, I want to be fully transparent about our business as we continue to do this podcast. Because one of the things when I talk to business owners that are in this space, they're just like, it feels like everything's behind like this mm. wall. Yeah, sure. You know? sure. And we don't want that. We want, we're going to be transparent about the pros, the cons, sure. the things we're, we're wrestling, yep. but also this the the operating model, which is going to be with the next podcast. Yep. I'm so excited. I think it's, I like this, and you're like an idea guide concept. Sure. And just when I saw the work, when you came back mm-hmm. and shared that concept yeah. and the model, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to help
0: yeah. so many people. It's fresh. I don't think, it, 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 it's not out there. Yeah, so it's, It'll be fun to share next week. And we can't wait to share with you. And we, again, we say it all the time. We're for you. And, and listen, I think about, I'm just going to pause for a minute and say, we all know the phrase, it's lonely at the top. And so if you're listening to this and you're feeling alone, you're not. Yep. Um, you got a couple guys here that are cheering you on, uh, that are creating resources to support you. Um, you can email, at us. email us anytime you want. Jump on our website, shoot us an email. And hey, man, I need a conversation. I need some advice. Uh, we want to help uh, build and, and, and pour into you and invest in you. So hope to see you next week. And let's talk operating model. Let's scale. All right, man. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Scale Factor Podcast. We'll see you next time.